0: Today is May 15, and you're listening to Born on This Day. I'm your co-host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your co-host, Bill Antonio. Bill, happy International Day of the Families to you. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) I hope you celebrate it well.
1: Uh, I'll celebrate it by
0: uh, doing as
1: good a job of not having a family as I've done up
0: until now, Marco. (laughs) Okay. Well, listen. How about your 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 folks as well? Enjoy that with them today on oh, May
1: fifteenth. 15th... I celebrate them enough. I let them live. I don't need to. Uh, I don't need to <laughs> celebrate them more than I already do. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, for our listeners, I hope you enjoy International Day of Families today. People born on May fifteenth are said to be responsible, but also fun to be around. Uh, these people are searching for prosperity in their life because they feel it will take them to higher grounds.
1: That's cool. Uh, a good friend of mine, a shout out to my friend, Jason, whose birthday it is today. He is responsible. Not always fun to be around, but you know, we've put up with each other long enough, so it's fine.
0: Well, happy birthday, Jason. Yeah. Our first celebrant, Bill, I think she's a tremendous actor. And I, you do? I'm excited. Yeah, I do, because I thought okay. she did great, great on her big role. I'll let you I'll let you tell us about her.
1: OK, well, best known for her recurring role as Meadow Soprano on the hit HBO series The Sopranos. Jamie Lynn Sigler was born in Jericho, New York, on this date in 1981.
0: So I say that, Bill, because I thought she was fantastic as Meadow. Mm I thought she was just on point. And I feel like she hasn't done a role as plum as that. And so we haven't been able to see her acting chops since The Sopranos. But I think she's a tremendous actor.
1: Um, It's been a while since I've watched that show. She was actually in a movie that we did on uh, my other podcast, Bad Gay Movies. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but um, not her finest moment.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. Well, if you want to catch that, go to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and look up Bad Gay Movies, Bitchy Gay Men, and you'll hear Bill's other podcast. Thank you for the plug. And if you want to fall
1: asleep, listen to The Insomnia Project or me talking about birthdays. All right, moving on. (laughs) We first got to know David Krumholtz for his performances in the films Adam's Family Values and Liberty Heights. More recently, he's appeared on the series The Deuce. He was born in Queens on this day in 1978.
0: He's made a ton of guest appearances, Bill. He's that guy, Mm -hmm. you know, that you say, you know, that guy, that's the guy on that show. That's the yeah. type of actor he is, yeah.
1: For sure. Liberty Heights is a great movie, too. Oh, I haven't seen that. Nicholas Hammond is best known for his performance as Friedrich in The Sound of Music, but he also played Spider-Man in the short-lived live-action series. He was born in Washington on this day in 1950.
0: I have seen The Sound of Music more times than I want to even admit. Well, we all have, I think, you know.
1: It's, it's probably like the grandest movie that we could watch without our parents complaining about a thing.
0: Fair. I am yeah. always puzzled how it ended up being a Christmas movie when nothing about it says Christmas. Uh, I think because people are
1: home, so they watch it. Uh, is oh. it a Christmas movie, though? I always think of it as an Easter movie. I
0: don't oh, know. Oh, see, I see it as a Christmas movie. Yeah. Well, listen, I listeners, mean, you tell us, is it an yeah. Easter movie or is it a Christ- <laughs> Christmas movie?
1: I think they, just, they play it on big holidays because you know people are home and they watch TV. So Fair enough. Yeah. Caroline Davernus played the female lead in Paul Gross's Canadian war epic, Passchendaele, and went on to appear on the series Hannibal. She was born in Montreal and celebrates her 42nd birthday today.
0: She played Elena Bloom in the uh, psychological horror drama series Hannibal on NBC.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, My sister's a history teacher, and I can't tell you how many times she's watched Passchendaele. She's probably the only person who's watched it more than once.
0: (sighs) I've never seen it. Is it any good, yeah. Bill?
1: It's okay. You know the battle scenes are really, really good. Um, his um, the the interpersonal storyline and love story leaves something to be desired. I have to
0: say. I'm not the hugest fan of Paul Gross. I've met him a couple of times, and yeah. so I think I'm gonna pass on that film. Did he did he turn you down, Marco? Did he? No, he. Okay. He was. He didn't do anything personally to me, and I don't okay. know him well, but he just- Because I'm saying when you me. walk up
1: to a celebrity and you say, give me your hotel room, the fact that they say no doesn't mean that they're not nice people, just so you know. They're Fair just enough. They're looking out for themselves,
0: yeah. I, I'm sure you have a lot of experience with that, right, Bill?
1: <laughs> I do. I do. I couldn't get anywhere with Sylvester Stallone in the 90s, and I tried so hard. Oh, All man. right. James Mason was a star from his breakthrough role in The Man in Grey, then went on to earn three Oscar nominations in his formidable career. He was born in Yorkshire in 1909 on today's date and died in Lausanne, Switzerland in 1984 at the age of 75. Bill, he
0: was a registered conscientious objector during World War II. I did not know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Greg Wise won audiences over with his performance as Willoughby in Sense and Sensibility, and even won himself a wife in his co-star, Emma Thompson. He was born on this day in Newcastle in 1966.
0: Okay, so I have a spo- a spoiler with regards to Wise. Okay. So I'm going to let people know that if you want to uh, skip ahead 30 seconds, you won't hear that he won the celebrity version of The Great British Bake Off. Oh. And it was in aid of Stand Up for Cancer in 2019. And I am a huge fan of the oh. Great British Bake Offs. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can't wait to watch it. I haven't been able to find it, to be honest with Interesting. you. Interesting. They've been married yeah. for like 25 years now, those two. Wow. Good. So yeah. good, for, good for them. Congrats. Yeah.
1: Actor and playwright Chaz Palminteri became familiar to audiences when his performance as the gangster with the heart of a poet in Woody Allen's Bullets Over Broadway earned him an Oscar nomination in 1994. He was born in New York City on this day in 1952.
0: He wrote a Bronx tale, which was Mm. uh, largely based on his own childhood. And I saw him perform that on Broadway. Interesting. And Bill, during that performance, so it's just him on stage, a fly kept landing on his head and crawling around his head the entire performance well
1: it's a big head marco so (laughs) there's a lot lot for that fly to discover Uh, fair enough he's had a lot of plastic surgery in the last few years and i really need to know like who do you need to be good looking for Chaz? like what are you afraid of letting go of you know what i mean listen maybe
0: Maybe he needs to be good-looking for himself, Bill.
1: Okay, but he wasn't exactly Paul Newman to start with. You know, I, I, I know how terrible I sound saying that, but it just makes me wonder. Anyway, moving on.
0: Listen, someone who doesn't need any plastic surgery is our oh, next yes. celebrant although she's had her fair share <laughs> she <laughs> was and she's probably my favorite on this
1: list she was nominated for a golden globe for my favorite year played cc bloom's mother in beaches and every greek kid's mother in my big fat greek wedding plus she had a career as a singer as well born in brooklyn laney kazan celebrates her 78th birthday today
0: okay i have always liked laney kazan she's the best uh, she is the best. Now, I have a couple of questions for you. First of all, how was she, you being Greek, in the film My Big Fat Greek Wedding? She's um dead on balls accurate in that movie.
1: Okay. Of all the non-Greeks playing Greeks in that film, she captured what I knew better than anybody else. And in fact, she's even a little bit better than Michael Constantine who is Greek American playing a Greek guy as her husband. And I thought
0: I thought he was brilliant to be quite honest. He is
1: brilliant, that. but like she yeah. is, cause you know, she's like, she's a New York Jew. It's not like she right. never met a Greek person and it's not like it's that different. Right. So uh, yeah, she is
0: um, astoundingly good in that movie and is very much my mother. <laughs> and um, did you ever see her in lust in the dust with divine? I still have never seen that movie, but I, I know it's okay. on the list. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a great film. Mm-hmm. But it, the, the concept of it is so hilarious. And, and I think she does a great job in it, as does Divine. But she's yeah. one half of the tattooed sisters mm-hmm. that she plays with Divine in that film. And I, I, I strongly recommend you check it out, Bill, because I'd love to know your opinion. And okay. speaking of bad gay movies, she was in Oy vey, My Son is Gay, which you yes. reviewed on bad gay movies.
1: That's right. With, it, with um, our co-host Amanda Barker on that episode of the show. Mhm. And her one of her first big gigs uh was as Barbara Streisand's understudy in Funny Girl in the Broadway play Funny Girl and she only got to go on once cuz Barbara never missed a performance and then she oh, missed wow. one. Lainey went on. Everyone said how great Lainey was and Barbara never missed a performance ever again. Wow. Yeah. Are they friends today? Uh, is anyone friends with Barbara Streisand? I think you I think you say yes to the invitation, but I don't know if you get to call yourself her friend. I love her, though.
0: Well, listen, Bill, you and I both share a love for James Bond, so we always highlight people that were in films, like this next person.
1: That's right, who I didn't realize was Canadian. Uh, Joseph Wiseman hailed from Montreal and became famous for his performance as the first Bond villain in 1962's Dr. No. Born on this date in 1918, he died in Manhattan in 2009 at the age of 91.
0: He was a great Bond villain in that Mao suit.
1: Uh, Yes. And also with his eyes pulled back, we're sorry to say these are not things that would pass today. But uh, he is very good in that. He's also very good in a film called Bye Bye Braverman. He was actually a really good actor.
0: Mm -hmm. Speaking of villains, Bill, Mm -hmm. Roger Ailes was born today. He's an, he was an American television executive and media consultant. He was the chairman and CEO of Fox news, Fox television stations. Uh, and, uh, you know, he was not a great guy. And, uh,
1: Gretchen Carlson got a very deserved $20 million payout because of him. So,
0: uh, he, there were allegations of sexual assault made by 23 women. And Mm -hmm. of course he died before, uh, all that really, um, sort of affected him right he never went to jail he also got a bigger uh, uh,
1: severance pay than those girls got in (laughs) in, sad reparations
0: but yeah Mm -hmm. and I would say the only good thing about Roger Ailes was the fact that um what's his name did a spectacular performance of him in the movie uh you mean John Lithgow yeah and then Russell Crowe played
1: him in the uh, television um, miniseries that they made about him.
0: I haven't seen that. Yeah. Supposedly, it's great.
1: I Yeah, I want to see it. Of course, Russell Crowe doesn't need makeup to play um, <laughs> the fat guy. All right. So moving on. Appearing in classics like Citizen Kane, Hitchcock's Shadow of a Doubt, and The Third Man, Joseph Cotton is one of the most famous names in classic Hollywood. Born on this date in Petersburg, Virginia in 1905. He died in 1994 at the age of 88.
0: And he was portrayed by Matthew Glaive in the television series Feud. Oh, I didn't. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's a great series. I've only seen the first episode of it uh, on the plane one time, and I I didn't have enough time to watch the other ones. And so I'm kind of like on the edge of my seat to find out what happens in the subsequent episodes. I
1: enjoy all of Ryan Murphy's series because they're all indulgent, you know, like they're all trash. um, Mm -hmm. And I say that as a compliment. Most of them lose their way by the end. Uh, Feud is the only one that stays on top of everything until the very end and is the best of all of his series that I've seen and the ending moved me very very deeply and i thought about it for days after so i I recommend watching the whole thing okay then i'm
0: definitely going to watch
1: it bill grant heslov started as a character actor playing ethnically ambiguous villains in movies like true lies but went on to score big as a writer and director thanks to his collaborations with george clooney including good night and good luck and the men who stare at goats born in los angeles he turns 57 today
0: and as a co-producer of the movie Argo he received the academy award for best picture in 2013 that's right that's what also earned george his second oscar and ben affleck as well yeah oh all of them won their second oscar uh Grant won his first but yes the oh, other so, two because
1: okay. george had already won for write, for acting and ben had already won for writing cool yeah Katrin Cartledge first became known for her collaborations with Mike Lee in the films Naked and Career Girls, before giving one of her finest performances in Lars von Trier's Breaking the Waves. Born in London on this day in 1961, she sadly died in 2002 at the age of 41 of pneumonia.
0: Oh, so sad. You know, the Katrin Cartledge Foundation is a charitable foundation established in her memory, which helps give support to emerging filmmakers. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that. Hmm. Yeah. She
1: was very talented. uh, Her last film was the Johnny Depp movie, From Hell, which is really a sad way for her career to end, but what are you going
0: to do? Sadly. Uh, Our next person is another uh, Bond connection, Bill.
1: Yes, absolutely. He began as an editor on the Bond films before having a run at directing all the 007 movies made in the 80s. John Glenn was born on this day in sunbury on Thames, England, in 1932
0: nice and what's your favorite bond film that he directed in the 80s uh
1: Bill? he directed like he directed octopussy and a view to a kill which are well, they're fine i mean i enjoy them because right. i just love bad bond more than i love good anything but okay it's it would probably be a toss-up between for your eyes only and the living daylights i love those two a lot
0: okay yeah. for me it's a toss-up between octopussy and for your eyes only yeah, those are both
1: I mean, Freeer eyes only particularly is great. Octopussy, I love when he's in India. By the time we get to the the Berlin circus at the end, my brain switches off, you know, like I just I kind of Roger Moore in a clown suit is something no one should ever have to see again. And no one will, Bill, and no one will. <laughs> no one will. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> All right. Handsome Brad Rowe starred in the films Billy's Hollywood Screen Kiss and Shelter and starred on the show Perception. Born in Milwaukee, he celebrates his 50th birthday
0: today. Rowe is also a co-host of the talk radio podcast series MIP Talk, Conversations with the World's Most Interesting People. Oh, good for him. Yeah. He's,
1: he's a really good actor. He was kind of sold as a poor man's Brad Pitt because they had a similar look, so he... He never made it quite as far as he should have, but I'm sure he's had a happy life. So why feel sorry?
0: Yeah, for him? and I I always like to highlight fellow podcasters like ourselves in on yeah. our list. So yeah, yeah, so I'm happy to have him.
1: Closer to home, Bridget Bako appeared on the series G Spot and in the film A Man in Uniform. But I always remember her best for her brave performance in Catherine Bigelow's underrated Strange Days. She was born in Montreal on this date in 1967.
0: She trained with Le Grand Ballet Canadien and oh. acted with the Canadian National Shakespeare Company.
1: That makes sense, yeah, because that role in Strange Days particularly required dexterity. She uh, is a friend of a friend as well who tells me that she is the loveliest, so I'm happy to wish her
0: a happy birthday. Happy birthday indeed.
1: Yeah. First making his mark as a producer on The X-Files, Rob Bowman moved into directing with The X-Files film, followed by Reign of Fire and Electra. He was born in Wichita Falls, Texas on today's date in
0: 1960. He received four consecutive Emmy nominations as producer for The X-Files. No, well, that yeah, makes sense. And last on our list, Bill, Madeleine Albright, the American politician and diplomat, born in Prague, Czechoslovakia at the time, mm-hmm. she is the first. She was the first female United States Secretary of State in U.S. history, having served from 1997 to 2001 under President Bill Clinton. And, of course, she's well-known for the quote, there's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women. And one of my favourite quotes of hers is, it took me quite a long time to develop a voice, and now that I have it, I'm not going to be silent. She uh, wrote a really great autobiography that I very much enjoyed. Fantastic. So check that out as well. Well, Bill, that's May 15th. Bill, are you there? Yes, sorry, I was—I okay.
1: couldn't think of a response. <laughs> it's, that's what, well, listen, enjoy. If today's your birthday, we wish you a very happy birthday.
0: Until tomorrow, this was born on this day podcast.